0: Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. Whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world, we certainly wouldn't be here without you. And I always appreciate you coming in to see what we have going on each week throughout the week. Or if you're brand new, thank you for tuning in as a first-time listener as well. We are rocking the mic together, we're doing the podcast thing, we're doing the radio thing, and we are moving forward together. So again, thank you, we certainly wouldn't be here without you. Today I want to talk about preparing for success. I know it's a crazy topic, it's like, who wouldn't prepare for success? But I'm going to argue the point, I think most of us prepare for failure instead of success, And then when that success comes, we don't know what to do. And that has a lot to do with self-sabotage and not being prepared. But I do enjoy this topic. We have got some often talk about things that are going on in my life and in our lives as well. It seems to be a lot of different things going on in the world today. And I want to share some of my thoughts with you. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so today we're talking about preparing for success. Now, in the intro, I said many of us prepare for failure, and I really believe that. It's an interesting concept that, and then we got to think outside the box here. Remember, this is exploring mind and body. So when it comes to the mindset and preparing ourselves for success, I really think that a lot of people are lacking that preparation for success. I really feel like a lot of us are just trying to hang on. We're just holding on. We're just trying to get by. We're just trying to survive. I actually heard someone the other day, he was at the grocery store and he just said it wasn't doing so well. I guess his health wasn't, wasn't really jiving with what should be happening. And he just said, I'm, I'm, I'm getting by, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling, but I'm taking it day by day. And I don't, I don't know what's going on with the, with the guy, with the gentleman. And I'm certainly not here to judge, but it was just interesting. And I thought that You know, a lot of us are just trying to survive and we're just trying to get by. And then you see that you see that phrase that says thrive instead of survive. And I think many of us are just trying to get by. And that's not really a great way to live. I don't think that's like a great mindset to be like, well, hopefully I can get through today and. Tomorrow will be another day. Now, don't get me wrong. We all have struggles and we all have challenges. And some days it's best to take it day by day or sometimes in our lives. It's more challenging than others. But I really feel like if we want to succeed in life, we need to prepare ourselves for success instead of failure. So you could look at any walks of life, anywhere you are in your own personal life and consider if you're really trying to succeed at a higher level, if that's what you want out of life. Now, remember that our actions have to represent our thoughts, if you will, or they have to align with the things that we want out of life. Many times we say, I want to lose a bunch of weight. That's the big one we hear all the time. I want to lose weight. So then we look at their actions and the actions have absolutely nothing to do with what this what an individual would say so if you say are your actions representing what your goals are no the clear answer is but the other aspect is here we're talking about today is success like we say we want to be successful like first of all we have to decide what our success is everyone has different levels of success in their life so we have to say what level of success or what does success look to you regardless of what level that's at what does your success mean And many of us have no idea. Like, I don't know what success means. Pay off my credit card or be able to pay my bills. And, I mean, maybe not worry about finances is one thing. A lot of people say, I want a bigger house. And then you say, what are you going to do with that bigger house? "I I don't know. Just have a bigger house. So you have a bigger house and then you have more to clean <laughs> and then you have more space. So maybe you're separated from your spouse or children and and maybe some of you are like, yes, I would love that. <laughs> but I think in many cases, we find that success. So let's say something comes and we get that fancier car. Like let's talk about materialistic things because that's the easiest thing In in most cases. That's the first thing we think about when we're like, oh, I want more money. We don't, we're not like, oh, I want to invest more money. Very few people say that. We want to go shopping and we want to get more things because we feel like that's going to offer more success in our lives, which isn't the case. So let's say we get a fancy car. And in some cases, you have to pay a bit more for insurance. You have to pay a bit more for uh, premium gas, for example. And if you have a fancy car, hopefully you want to keep that car clean and nice looking <laughs> i certainly do so that's something to consider as well so you're putting more time and effort into that and that's just a car alone as opposed to a different type of car maybe we're used to so that's just a car for example and i when i say setting ourselves up for success or planning for success we have to understand that there's other things that come along with having a brand new car so maybe we get a new car and we're not used to having to pay a bit more for gas for example or maybe we don't know if you want winter tires or if you want to patch your tires or if you want to repair something in the car it costs a bit more so all i'm saying here is that we don't plan or think to the future of like oh i just want that fancy car i want to have a i want to have a brand new car and then there's all these things that come along with it and um I'm a kind of a car snob, so I'm not saying don't get yourself a nice car. I love new cars, (laughs) luxury cars, but I feel like, you know, we work hard, and like I said, this is materialistic, of course, at least what I'm talking about right now, and I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting a nice car. I just want to say, like, prepare yourself, because I went through it myself, and that's why I'm sharing this information and this topic with you, is because I've, I've been through it, I've been there, like, once you're... Because what I'm saying here is, once you drive a luxury car, it's hard to go back. So that's something that's another downfall that you may not have fully planned for, (laughs) not knowing that it's going to be it's going to change your experience. So I think that everyone should have the opportunity to drive a good quality car. I mean, for example, like when we drive our vehicle. I feel really safe. I feel safe. The lights work really well. The windshield wipers, and then you have the, the the luxuries or the little things that make you feel a little bit better or make you feel a little bit more comfortable, maybe. But that's um that's something. It's it's interesting. I I just feel grateful that we're in a position to drive a nice vehicle, and I really hope that everyone, if that's what they want, get the opportunity to drive a nice vehicle. If that's something that they want, they want, and that's what they aspire to. Some people don't really care like some people have a nice vehicle and after a year or after six months it's not taken care of and they don't do the little things to protect their investment i would say so I mean that that's just where it's at and I think that, that goes back to 100% when it talks about preparing yourself for success or pre- preparing yourself for failure because if all you wanted was a nice car that drives well and looks nice and smells nice and then you finally get that new car and then after a few months you treat it like your old bucket – <laughs> that that really didn't drive nice and didn't smell nice and all the things that you wanted and you don't treat it well then of course you're gonna you're going to revert back to what you didn't want so we're not setting ourselves up for success there in this case we're setting ourselves up for failure but it's the same thing if you look at the house sticking with the materialistic type of view here or examples is that you have a house in everyone wants a bigger house i gotta have a bigger house for whatever reason but then we don't understand like you have to buy more furniture and you have to clean more of the house and i said earlier maybe you don't maybe you don't have that cozy atmosphere like you used to and i've seen big giant houses that felt like warehouses they didn't feel warm and homey homey and cozy so just understand that it's, it's really challenging to understand that if you don't prepare yourself or don't set yourself up for success, you're setting yourself up for failure. And that goes back to self-sabotage because so many times we succeed or find success in our lives and then find ourselves right back where we were. And I think it's important to change your mindset and know that, maybe I'm not that type of person I used to be or maybe it's time to move forward in life in different ways not just financially but emotionally and spiritually maybe physically many times this happens all the time as you see people lose weight and then they go back to the weight they they go back to the weight they've lost they gain it all back and it's because of their lifestyle and that's all there is to it and that's why we teach lifestyle we don't teach weight loss and we don't teach bodybuilding or how to get bigger biceps or pecs that's just not what we do because anyone i feel i honestly feel that anyone could do those type of things for a short period of time but nobody wants that for the rest of their life they want sustainable lifestyle changes they want that lifestyle to last and they want the results to last and you can't have one without the other you're not going to have results the last thing if you don't change that lifestyle i was in the athletic world and it was in large part, of bodybuilding world because of the way they told us we should be lifting weights and because of the meat proteins or protein powders they told us we had to consume. That became a lifestyle because you're obsessed with it. I got to have more protein in my diet. I got to have more. I got to lift heavier weights. I, all that stuff was nonsense. And I found out later in my athletic career that if the more active I was, the more flexible I was, the more mobile I was, I'd be quicker. I'd have faster reflexes. I would sleep better. I'd be in better moods. I could heal quicker. Like all that stuff came at the end of my career, and I wish that came at the beginning of my beginning of my career because I would have gone so much further or done so much better in the sport. And don't get me wrong, I'm I'm, I'm completely happy with what I was able to accomplish and what I was able to do in the time I was given. But I just think that we're fed this information and many times we don't think for ourselves that's a problem. And the other thing is is coming back to understanding the success that we're looking for. Like if you want to have results that last, you have to change your lifestyle with it. So when I was doing athletics and slash bodybuilding, I was a professional baseball player for those of you that might be new listening to this that but i've talked about it many times in the past show over the nearly 10 years we've been on air but what i'm talking what i'm talking about here is that was a lifestyle i lived in the gym all i did was play baseball i would watch baseball i would shine up my bats or i would put pine tar on them i would put eye black on and then you're looking online like you're looking online to go buy a pair of cleats or you're going to the store like the baseball store to get different pants or wristbands or whatever it is. That's a lifestyle. I lived that for 10 years and that's all there was. And then of course, once I got away from the lifestyle, I got away from the sport and that dream and passion turned into helping other people learn about nutrition and fitness and lifestyle. So once I changed my lifestyle, I knew that other things in my life would become more important to me. So not only is teaching other people about health and wellness important to me, but also business because you have to run a business. And over the years, I learned how to develop products and create products and teach people or learn. I taught myself how to get people to buy products through marketing and that became a passion of mine and I gotta tell you when I first started I hated marketing like everybody else because it's hard and it's always evolving it's always changing so that passion now in business has become trans transitioned into helping other people learn about business and helping them grow their business to a different level but and that's lifestyle though because this is what I do I wake up and I do business. (laughs) It's it's marketing and different forms of advertising and it's developing products and then it's trying to find out how to put those products out there so people know that they can help them and improve their health in different ways and that's my lifestyle. So now that has changed. So for you, you have to decide what it is you want. You have to figure out where, where your level of success is and then you find different ways to take you there. So if you Define your lifestyle, and you say this is what I want. Or maybe it's not lifestyle yet. You define what are the things that you want, and then you look at your actions, and you say, "Well, my actions aren't exactly doesn't don't actually take me closer to the things that I aspire to. They take me further away." So you could say, for example, I really want to be more active and fit. So you think about someone who's active and fit. You could use me, for example. So in Los Angeles, I absolutely love the atmosphere, the active lifestyle. So I go for a bike ride every day. I go for a run two or two to three times a week. I work out almost every day. I also skateboard and surf in the summertime, surf throughout the year, or sorry, skateboard throughout the year and surf in the summertime. And many times I do every one of those things every day. So that's a pretty active lifestyle, I would say. And th- so you could look at that. Just look at that micro example for, any, for a moment. And then think about someone who's like, I want to live an active lifestyle. Or I want to lose weight, for example. And then you say, well, what do your actions look like? Well, I may work out for 20 minutes a day. But that's a struggle. So that, you, that may happen twice a week. And the rest of the time, I pretty much live a lethargic lifestyle or sedentary lifestyle. So I go from work to my I go from my house to my car I drive I drive in my car to work for 20 minutes I walk from my car to my desk and I sit in my desk all day and then just reverse that and that's the most activity someone would get and then they say well I want to be more active or I want to lose weight and I would say well that has nothing to do with one another those aren't connected in any way possible I would say if you're trying like and I'm saying gain weight from a positive aspect like if I was in a bulking stage for example Or if I wanted to gain body mass, you also have to gain body fat. So they come together. So what happens is in the bodybuilding world, you gain a bunch of weight so you can gain more muscle mass. And then when you cut down, you cut that body fat, but you also lose a bit of muscle mass as well. That's why you have to do both at the same time. A lot of people are like, oh, I just want to, I want to stay lean, but I want to grow muscle. Like, well, it doesn't work like that. (laughs) You have to gain some body fat first and then cut yourself down. So what I'm saying here in, the, in a positive type of aspect, if I wanted to gain weight and build muscle, let's say, then I would be less active. So that representation of all, all the, your only activity is walking to your car and then walking to your office and sitting all day. And then once you get home, we know if, we know if that's your lifestyle, once you get home, you, you might make dinner, you'll g- grab takeout on the way home, and then you'll sit and watch TV for the rest of the night. And that's what that's just what it looks like. No judgment. That's just what happens in most cases. So you have to understand, is that representing what you want out of life? And if it's not, then you need to change your actions. That's how it goes. That's how you see results. And then if you want to take that to the next level, you have to change your lifestyle as a whole. So that's when we find that's when that's why it's so important when we talk about environment you have to find a different environment to change your lifestyle so you have to find people so take that one person that all they did is walk to their car they have to find people that want to do things that are more active so maybe it's skateboarding i don't know maybe it's going for hikes maybe you really enjoy the mountains so you have to find people that enjoy going hikes so they can be like hey Do you want to go for a hike this week instead of someone else that that could be like, hey, this weekend, do you want to binge watch Netflix (laughs) or do you want to play video games all weekend? That'd be awesome. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying if you want to be like a a professional gamer, I I don't know, or if you you want that to be your job at some point in your life, I don't know, maybe that's your goal. So that would make sense if you're like, yeah, I want to play video games all weekend. Let's do it. Or if you're like, I want to sit there and watch Netflix all weekend. Yeah, that's all I want to do is binge watch. That's okay. But if that's not what you're aspire to, if that's not the success you're looking for, then you need to change it. So you go and find other people in your life. And then you say, hey, they, want, then, they then they positively encourage you. Hey, let's go for a, a walk. Let's go for a bike ride. Let's go jump in the ocean. I don't know. Let's get crazy. No, we don't do it often, but let's try it this weekend. Those are the people that you need to surround yourself with. And that's how you find that success and change it into your lifestyle. So what, what I'm saying here is, is that we have to find those people in our lives and we have to push aside that self-sabotage. So if you continue to see results in your life and it doesn't become lifestyle, in most cases we revert back to the way it was and then we wonder what happened. You see it all the time with people that win the lottery, right? Like that's classic self-sabotage. Or people that feel like they're not worthy or don't deserve money or finances in their life. And of course, they don't have that lifestyle. And you, you could look at knowledge or maybe a mentor or someone in your life that could be like, Hey, maybe you shouldn't buy a $10 million house if you only won $12 million. <laughs> because the taxes are going to be a, quite a bit of money. <laughs> could you imagine the taxes on a $10 million house? I have no idea what they are, but hopefully one day i'm going to find out <laughs> but what i'm saying here is, is that we have to understand what it is that we want we have to decide how it is that we can get there change that into a lifestyle and pay attention to that self-sabotage i was talking about earlier i talked about the house and the car and the materialistic type of things but understand that every everything can be related to that in some regard so maybe you want to be more spiritual for example and you start meditating Let's just get crazy. We start meditating for 20 minutes, 30 minutes a day to be able to sustain that and to be able to control that success in that regard. We have to understand that other things come along with it. So maybe that takes time away from Netflix, which is a good thing. Or maybe that takes time away from your hiking, that the hiking that you want to do, whatever it is, we have to understand that there are some downfalls, but we, but in most cases, these are, they're positive for example. But like for us, we got a chance to, some of our products are doing really well. Like the whole online thing is going a bit crazy. Everyone's sitting at home ordering products. So we're fortunate because we run an online business. So there's other things that come along with that though. So we have our own products and we distribute our products wherever products can be shipped. We ship too. So now much of my day is customer service, paying attention to and, or sorry, answering questions from people that have because we have more customers, we have more questions that come in. If we have more products that are being ordered, we have to have more products that are shipped. So you have to understand. Like for me, this happened one time. This happened a couple of years ago in my career. Things got a little bit crazy in a good way, and we started shipping products. And I, I pretty much burnt myself out. I was like, I do not want to ship my whole life, and I don't want to sit here and figure out customs and I don't want to figure out how to box and where to order them from. I just didn't want to do it because I wasn't mentally prepared for it at that time. But I feel like I'm in a better position now. I have a better support system. I have the ability to hire out, to help have people help out. So this is a different place in my life. I also knew that when I, in the past, when I found that success, I sabotaged myself a little bit as well. And that's what I'm talking about here. You guys. Those of you that listen on a regular basis, you know that we always talk about like, I'm a real person. I make mistakes. I fail. I fall off the wagon. I get back on dust yourself off and then you fall and fail again. But that's always going to make you better. It's always going to make you stronger and it's always going to put you in a better position. So right now in life, you have to understand like whatever you're after. So we want to be able to sell more products online. That's all there is to it. So we can be more financially free. So we can donate more money. So we can drive a nice car. Like I said before, there's nothing wrong with that. That's what we want to do. That's a goal in my life. So, but understand, like I have to understand that if we're shipping more products now, I have to spend more time figuring out how to ship products and then typing addresses into shipping. Like we have a ship station that does all that stuff for us now, but. I had to. That was a learning curve, and then you have to figure out: can you hire people, and how much people? How much of these tasks can people take off your plate, and still make an income? It's a lot of work. It's a ton of work to grow a business and to be successful. So. If you look at that aspect, understand that there's a lot of business owners that do find success and then they they can't handle the success. They're actually putting in more work and more time to their products and customers. There's more customer service and then there's more angry people. I got this horrible, atrocious message that came back to me. Someone basically called me a fraud, which was, you know, that, that that bothers you on a deep level when all you're trying to do is help people and improve people's lives. But... You have to understand, like, go go ahead and look at YouTube, for example, and you, the more likes you see on a video, the more thumbs down you're going to see also. And that's like a haven for haters or negative people. So you can go through pretty much any video and look at the tons and tons of negative comments that people put up. But what I'm saying is, the more positive comments or the more views, the more negative is going to come as well. So, if you're running a business or you're looking to be successful in what you're doing, you have to understand the more people that you please, there's more people that are going to be not so happy as well. And I know it almost sounds counterintuitive like the more happy people there is, the more happy people there should be. But it doesn't work like that. It's just a law of averages and the law of numbers. There's going to be people coming at you. That don't like what you do for whatever reason, and I actually talked about that on a pod. Excuse me, on a past podcast quite some time ago, but it's titled "Let the Haters Hate," and I talked about some really difficult times in my career where there was just people they just came out of the woodworks and they just attacked me, and I really didn't know how to. I'm not sure if I knew how to handle it at that time, and if I did, certainly not as much as I can now. But so that individual, I, I understood that there's some people that don't know that there's real people behind products and services. In most cases, people like that will go and complain to anyone and everyone. And I also understand that we are we're hitting a rate like a we're hitting a level where we feel like we really are successful. And we're surrounded by a lot of people that enjoy working with us, that support us, that back us in what we do so that weighs out like that wins out for me without question now in my career before you know you hear that like the squeaky wheel gets the grease i hate that saying because it's true it's true on a level but i really dislike the loudest one gets all the attention or the most obnoxious one sometimes it's the meanest one In most cases, the squeaky wheel isn't the most positive one in the room. But for whatever reason, when we're down or not feeling well or when we're attacked, we don't think about the positive things in our lives. We think about the negative things in our lives and people dragging us down. So I'm going to wrap things up here shortly. But I did want to mention that's that's two things that you have to pay attention to. So understand that if you want to be more successful in business, there's going to be things that come come up in your life that is going to take you down just a bit. So if you don't prepare for that, and that's what I'm getting at here for this whole show that I was trying to get my point across is that if good things come in your life, sometimes bad things come with it or prepare yourself for the things that aren't so beneficial. So I think many times we... Perf- we prepare ourselves for failure like just trying to get by or struggling to get by or instead of building your business or your lifestyle around success and what does success look for you like what does it look like if you're strong and healthy what does your days look like what does your weeks look like what do your conversations sound like if you're complaining about everything over a cheeseburger and a coffee at the water what do they, i guess many of us aren't sitting in the conference room anymore but if that's what it's like like you're in the staff room and you're sitting around complaining about life just consider that for a moment and see if that's what it would look like when you're successful and you could say well well i'm not successful right now i'm still working on it i'm trying to get there too many bad things are happening in my life what i'm saying is prepare now because if that success comes to you and you're not prepared for it you're going to quickly find yourself back to square one trying to figure out what happened and why you can't couldn't sustain that that success that level that you're at and then it's the same thing with the negative things in your life. Like When we look at, in like I was mentioning, I was just closing things off with the business aspect, but you have to understand, like prepare yourself for business. Like your, my job, for example, my job right now looks very different than it used to. Like I may, used to do mainly marketing and I love marketing. And now it's, a lot of it is customer service and it's developing products and it's ordering supplies, but there'll come a, a time in my career, in my life. And hopefully that sometime soon I'll be able to outsource that and bring on a, an employee that can do that for me. And then I can go back to doing some of the things I loved a bit more like marketing, for example. So but I knew that I meant like mentally and emotionally, I had to prepare for this time. So now that it's here, I'm already ready for it. I'm I'm like, yeah, bring it. I'll sit there all day. If we're getting more orders coming in, I'll sit there all day and put it through shipping stations and ship those boxes out. Because I know sooner than later, we're going to have someone else come in. And be able to do that for us, which is how you run a business. You can't do everything yourself. One of the biggest drawbacks for entrepreneurs is try to be superpreneurs. And they do everything themselves. They burn themselves out and they never want to do business again. So we have to figure out a way to plan for that success in the future. So we are prepped and ready to go for all that success and the abundance in our life that is coming our way thank you so much for being here thank you for tuning in and being a part of our true form life community we do have some stuff going on on social media like we do mini challenges monthly that you're welcome to be a part of some some of those are free some of those are paid usually they're minimal if there are is a fee but that's something that's definitely something that's an option for you guys we'd love for you to follow us along and be a part of our online community facebook.com slash true life is where you can follow us there. We're putting up a couple posts a day there and on our stories to keep you informed and up to date on all the news and fitness and nutrition and lifestyle stuff going on. And then we're also on Instagram.com slash Drew And then we're posting there on a regular basis as well. So hopefully that helps you stay on track. and give. we got some challenges, some short, some days we do seven days, 10-day challenges to keep you guys fit. They're really fun. They really are. And we have some new people in our membership as well. It's now called our F- True Form Fitness Family. So if you want more details on that, check us out. Trueformlife.com Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, In health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening.